Nettie and this is Tanya and you're at Keeping It Real with Tanya and Nettie. Hello, um, I'm Tanya. So today we are taking some questions. We've already uh, had them and we're going to be asking some questions and each of us kind of taking a turn, sort of uh, giving our input and ideas about what we think. So the first question, Nettie, and I, I warned her right before we came on to the recording is this is something that I feel very passionately about. So I, I want, I, I enjoy going a bit more in depth to this. So the question was, what is your awareness if or when or how the logical police side will change to embrace or empower being conscious? Okay, so this is definitely directed at you. So I'm quite interested at um, okay. what, what. So I'll read that one more time. What is your awareness if, when, or how the logical police side will change to embrace or empower being conscious? And this is something I feel very, very strongly about. Just being spiritual is not the answer. Just being logical is not the answer. There's the masculine and there's the feminine masculine is the logical feminine is the spiritual and there's so much duality that actually happens where we'll have the logical man in the relationship and the emotional woman in the relationship or or you know the the, the anti-government people will be like against the police because they're the passionate heartfelt ones and the police are the logical this right and that's duality the goal is not that one side is going to change to understand the other side. The goal is to balance both of those parts within yourself and bring it together into harmony. And that is what going into the 5D or 6D in the higher dimensions of consciousness, that's what it is. It's actually having those two opposing sides, which I can actually say I have, and bringing those together and learning how to blend them which is a lot of what we talk about on here is being that logical, um, more masculine side or, or police, we can call it side. For those that don't know, I've been a police officer for 22 years and I'm also an intuitive medium and blending them. So what I used to do is I would, I would get ready for work and I would go to work and I was police. And then I would come home and then my sort of mediumistic intuition and stuff would come out and I kept them very separate because I didn't feel comfortable and I still totally don't, but they're going to learn now come out in the logical world that I'm a medium and then I'm an intuitive and I have these abilities and these are the things that I do. Side note, I actually had to get permission from my police force in order to have a side business to do readings. And oh, the, wow. Yeah. The comment was something like, it was a word, I can't think of it, but it was something like as much as this isn't, um, as much as this is hard to believe, there isn't actually a conflict sort of in the business. I do have a boss that will come to me and uh, she'll be like, hey, I've got some questions. Can uh, can we have a minute? And yeah, <laughs> so that and helps. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was very supportive, which is wonderful. So to say that one side has to go to the other is not accurate. Yeah. If you are too far, on the anti-government and the spiritual and you meditate for four hours. I realize I'm being very straightforward and blunt because that's just who I am. 
and you meditate on a mat and you do your tantra classes and you have an open loving relationship you are too far on one end of the spectrum because you're you're missing logic and actually living in the real world which is having a job and paying taxes and and insuring our vehicles and getting driver's licenses and and existing in that sort of other side so if you're too far on one side it's within yourself that you need to find that balance which will in turn create balance in the collective consciousness in other people every time that one of us balances those two sides and brings them together it gives more opportunity for the next person to be able to do it because when somebody's holding that energy somebody else can come and try to match that so again yeah. it's not about one person being better than the other one side being better than the other finding that balance within yourself yeah i totally agree and it's an interesting that that we talk about it because balance is my key whenever i talk to anyone about this it's always balance it's not spending too much time in the spiritual world it's yes. not spending too much time on your body it's having a combination of the two i call it the 70 30 rule to me 70 percent needs to be everyday functioning and 30 percent needs to be spiritual i don't know where i got that from that's just what i've always had but interestingly up until i started my course 18 months ago i didn't even distinguish the difference between the two I lived on what I call a center core of not even going, was that me thinking or was that spirit? I just didn't think about that. It was because you were already who combined. I was. Yeah. yeah. And, and when I did the course, I started to separate. I started to question, oh, hang on, is that me thinking? Is that a guide? Is that whatever? And I started to get headaches. I started to get sick. My body was weak. I was taking on, you know, I mentioned I, I, I in one of the other podcasts about, um, doing a, a it was actually a past life reading and wanting to eat peas like I was going too far into the spiritual that I was dragging energy back with me and I was my body was confused of hang on a minute we knew how to do this as one and now you're trying you're trying to, to separate them yes and is it me thinking or is it and my husband would say is this coming from you or is this coming from guidance and I'm like oh, hang on, I'll try and work it out and and the right answer, when you get it all right together, it is seamless. There is yes. no differentiation. And you can feel pressure when a spirit wants to talk to you. You can feel that. But your body works with that. You know, it all works well together. And I think once you master that, that's that's the way to have protection, have all those things that other people say, yes. you've got to put this in place, you've got to do this in place. Yes. You're just listening to letting your spirit and your higher self or whatever we're going to call that, they'll do that part for you and and for me because I call it the subconscious and your conscious and your conscious has got to deal with you know making sure you don't stab yourself with a knife or you know do all those things so while you are doing the dishes or cutting up veggies I always bring stuff in when I'm cutting up veggies you know th there's two different at play but they're all working as one and no one's going what are your tasks what are your what are you doing it's just seamless yes so and and yeah. I think you explained that beautifully and I want to talk about the protection because that actually brings me into the next question. But it's not being human and spirit. It's being both together. Yeah. Human and spirit combined together and working seamlessly through your life. Well yeah. said. Well said. So another question. Are there police in quotes in the ethereal world? And I'll let you go ahead. Uh -huh. Are you, so are you saying 
so that's specifically the question. Is someone policing the spirit world? Is that yes. What? Yes, I think that's kind of the the question. Yeah. Oh. Well, see, it comes down to labels again, too, which which just drives me nuts because um, police, as we know it, on thing. No, it doesn't work that way up there in, in the way that I see it. But there's still guides. So I see it. I see source. So when I first met you, um, we were on a on a circle and we had to hone into each other. And what I saw was source that, that I recognized. Um, and in between source and you, um, the way I see it is that's where your guides can sit and they can translate things and the, the energy that's coming from source. Now we're quite close to source, like we have a pretty direct line. And so therefore we have very little, um, uh, you know, almost interference in that way. And, and so we have these direct guides and, I, and I'm sort of not answering the question, but I am trying to. Um, and so they, in a way, police or protect what comes to you in a way that your body or your mind at that time can actually deal with. That's the way I see it. And I'm definitely open to be uh, corrected in this because it's all fairly new because I never labelled anything in the past. I just understood it to be the way that it was and that it wasn't my job to decipher all this. Um, so I'm in a world of an unknown in many ways for me. Um, but I do think from, you know, I got taught to put all these protection things up and put this rose here and do this and do that sort of stuff to help protect the baddies and that there were baddies and all that sort of stuff. No, I haven't come across them. I'm sure there's negative Thank energy you. for sure. But <laughs> I, I haven't either. Yeah. And I think that my my source or my guides, uh, I'm not I'm not looking for that. I'm not going to that. I, I don't go into haunted houses trying to find a lost ghost or a, I wouldn't go there. I don't I don't do that. It's and so maybe if I was somebody who was into that, then I'd find the negative, but I've never found the negative. And I think that if there are police, they are my guides, you know, they're, they're I like it. channeling what I, what I need to come in there. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I had the same experience where, you know, I had to set up these, like my space, you know, and I had to set up these protector guides to protect me from lower energies, to protect myself from that coming through because I'm opening myself up to such, I'm being sarcastic, such fearful things. Yeah. That's never been my experience with spirit. It's never been a scary thing. I do think that there's something to be said about your belief. So if I believe that there's lower energies, there's going to be. If I believe that demons exist, there's going to be, that's going to be part of my experience. And that is a lot of what spirit actually shows me about sort of the yeah. afterlife, which we can talk about, you know, sort of how spirit shows us the afterlife, that whatever your belief is, is what you see and have when you get there. And it takes time for that to sort of melt away to see yeah. that it's actually pure perfection. Yeah. So if you believe it, that may be part of your experience. Just like, um, um, you know, being a medium and being a Christian don't work well together because there's a whole bunch of scriptures in the Bible that actually speak to um, basically us being witches. And, but if you do get somebody in the Christian faith that has these abilities, they will typically channel biblical messages or, you know, things like that. I'm going on a tangent. However, police. 
I was always taught that I had to set up all of these different things to take care of me and that I had to protect my energy every day and I had to ground and I had to, you know, have these protective crystals. I, when I let all of that go, my experience has not in any way, shape or form had any negativity. It has not. Yeah. Yeah. Totally now, spirit can scare the living bejesus out of me sometimes. I, I, I once had this like, um, spirit guy, like, show up in my house in the middle of the night looking like a big ass spider and it scared the bejesus out of me but he, he wasn't harmful he was just a shapeshifter I know I sound a little nuts but it's true and yep. you know so he could go from human form to animal form and and sort of move around I've never seen there's a lot of talk about it I think it's bullshit I'm just gonna say it I'm sorry I think it's there's some drama in it yeah, yeah. I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to be crucified for saying that. <laughs> However, it's interesting you mentioned the Catholic thing then, or the Christian, because I'm I was brought up Catholic. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and we went to church every Sunday and those sorts of things. And I never really, um, people would say, oh, you must speak to Archangel, you know, Gabriel, or you must do this Mary Magdalene or whatever. And I don't. They're, yeah. they're not you know I might but they don't have names in that way for me and my Catholic um, upbringing has never merged with my mediumship which is quite interesting because I totally agree with you that religion and spirituality for some people tend to be uh, sitting on the same page but for me they're actually in very different me too very different buckets yeah yeah uh Next question, is spirit trying to reach us as we are them? Absolutely, yes. They are waiting for, I think I can answer this for both of us. They are waiting for an Absolutely. open channel so that they can yep. communicate with you to give, bring you peace, to bring you guidance and to move you in the best way possible along your path. I couldn't have said that any different. That's perfect. I totally perfect. agree. Um. The next one was how I, as a police officer, am able to blend both worlds. And I actually talked about that in the first one about the yeah. um, the balance. Um, what tools I use to balance both worlds together? So this one was specifically to me. So what tools do we use? I will rephrase. What tools do we use to balance both worlds together between the logical and sort of the spiritual? Go ahead. Okay. I'm not quite sure what they're asking again. Um, so what I'm hearing in that question is being sort of in that logical world, the police, and, and the questions that I'm doing right now are ones that were like specifically for me as a police officer, but I think yeah. that they can be used for both of us. So what tools do we use to balance the logical and the spiritual. So I think for me, I have very strong boundaries with my energy. I have very strong boundaries with spirit and I am able to shut off a lot of my abilities and only turn them on when I want to because I work in child exploitation. This is not an area, it's the worst and most difficult area of policing and I can't go into that job sensitive because I won't be able to do it. My light keeps flashing. Can you see it? Yeah, I do. It keeps going, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. 
we do we like to affect the energy around us so that's that would be my answer what about you and if you don't yeah. have one cool well, I think I think it's an interesting question because and it and it um I struggled with it because I don't use the tools as in such up until as I said when I did the course and everything changed for me because I use my guides I think to work out when I can and can't um do it without actually use realizing that that's who I use yes um and so when I started to open myself up I was getting things come in everywhere without wanting to and I was having trouble with with everything really and I just shifted back to the way that I was doing it. And so my tool really is my guides know when a message is going to be received okay for me or whether my body can actually receive that message or needs to, you know, it's part of my journey as well because some of the stuff and some of the ways it comes through have affected me greatly. So I, um, and I didn't feel like I was ready and it was a really hard shit time, you know, being told things in advance, which um, I was told when someone was going to pass away and exactly what would happen in detail. And it, and it played out that way with someone very close to me and it felt harsh and it felt horrible. And I'm like, why didn't I protect myself from that? Why didn't I do that? But I needed to learn that. And I'm finding out this only happened not long ago. And I am finding out the reasons and things that are popping up in my life. I'm like, okay, I needed that hard time. I needed that knowledge beforehand. Yes. I wish I didn't. But because it was horrible to go through, but it's actually made it a better life for me moving forward. Um, so my tool is 100% my higher self or my guide. Like that's their job to work out when my physical body can actually um, deal with it. Oh, I'm flashing now. <laughs> so for those that are just listening, both of the lights in our respective rooms are are flashing brighter and darker. We don't know why. I, I think that's perfect. Next question. Does mediumship run in your family? Um, I can answer this. I would have said to you six months ago, no. Uh, although I know that there is intuitive people in my family, but my father passed away two months ago and the day that he died, we had a chat and... Um, he, I was talking about that I could see these souls the night before all around him and I was saying who they were and I was in in his house he was in hospital and he was he said oh I couldn't see them but I could feel all those people there and he said you've had got such a lovely gift since your child you've been able to see all these these things just like your grandmother oh. and I was like oh and so his mother so I got to ask my mum about that after my dad passed. She said, oh, yeah, mum, she used to always say, well, leave the cupboard doors a little bit open because she spent her last years in their home because I love to see the spirits come in and the people come and visit me. And she said, mm. they, they live in the closet. Um, <laughs> and my the closet. auntie, <laughs> like, oh, you're a bit crazy, but uh, no, she wasn't. Um, and, and she said, oh, yeah, she always saw spirits as well. And um, my auntie, I am hundred percent sure she had oh my lights are all flashing <laughs> uh, my hair is um like a, a white kind of I don't know what it is it's, white. it's a very unusual color it's white and it turned that in my 20s and my auntie had the same hair and my my nana and my dad 
Um, and I'm sure my auntie had this. When I was young, I said to her, oh, I love your hair. I want hair like you when you grow up. She goes, careful what you wish for, dear. It comes with a lot of other things. Um, and so I am quite sure that she was just as intuitive and she could see spirits just as much as I was. It was just something we never spoke about. Right. So, yeah. For me, little snippets bits come out like that my my grandmother on my father's side was quite intuitive um my grandmother on my mom's side was there's stories of her having her husband that passed come and visit her in dreams and things like that but I don't I don't know that you have to be a medium for that to happen that happens to regular ordinary people where you know spirit comes to comes to visit I've heard tiny little stories, not very much. What I did end up, um, I was reached out to by a cousin of mine who's actually also a police officer. And she said, oh my God, I didn't know you were a medium. That's crazy. She ended up being in this uh, group, same as me. And she said, you wouldn't believe the the things that's happened for her. So different, you know, just understandings and, and sort of having those abilities. So perhaps from my father's side, I do recall my grandmother passed um, when I was quite young, but um, that's all I know. Yeah, I I have a, um, I've got five sisters and two brothers and I must say my, my family have all got little intuitive things. My brother recently, um, when, when we were down with dad, when he was sick, he was telling me that he is quite telepathic and um, he would write a text to his wife who was in England at one stage with the answer before she sent the question and he said I've always been able to do that it's like I can read minds but it's not something I really said out loud because people don't really believe you other than to his children he's got six kids and they would always say yeah dad he can listen but then he really started doing it and it was quite it was interesting it was it was around the time of her father passing in England and his his connection to her uh, really heightened, I think, and he was doing this telepathic sort of discussion. I've got a sister who rings and says, "Have you got a sore foot?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah," and she's, "Oh, that's Sorry, all right. I didn't know." Your oh. audio cut out there. Did you? Your, your sister called and said what? Uh, did you have a? Do you have a sore foot? And I'm like, "Oh yeah," you know, she'll ring all the time with stuff like this to to us because she wakes up and she feels like she's got a sore foot. She's trying to work out if it's hers. Or whether or it's one it's of somebody ours. else's. Oh my god! So yeah, and my my other sister is very um very strategic, uh, and I know it's because she can see things before they happen. Like her yeah. brain and her, she's very centered in in her higher self and her her human um, body, and so she is in a whole different other way. Yeah, one of my um one of my best friends, and she's gonna love the honorable mention because she loves our podcasts. And she, I've been going through something for the past couple of days and we work together and she's like, I am having such bad anxiety. Like I can barely breathe. I can't eat. I feel sick. I'm like, honey, I'm like, I think you're picking up on my energy. She's like, didn't think much of it. A couple of days later, she came back to me and she's like, can you explain this to me? Because she's like, I don't understand how I'm picking up on your energy. I'm like, but the reality is, is I can think about you, Nettie, and I could pick up on your energy. Yeah. If I don't absolutely. have that sort of clear boundaries and not connecting energetically. So that's sort of a newer person that's coming into their abilities. And 
And that's what happens is we do, we take that on, but it was funny. She's like, I felt like I was going to puke. I'm like, sorry. (laughs) She's like, so, so before you tell me what was happening for you on this particular day, she's like, no, she said, before I tell you what's been happening for me, tell me what your day was like. So I kind of walked her through sort of the emotions and everything that was happening. And she's like, yeah, that's what happened. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like this. Um, Next question. Do spirits have their own personality? Okay, you can go. Okay. I love this question too. (laughs) Because here's at first, when I first started doing this, the understanding that spirit gave me was that I, I'm a little fiery and I swear and I'm soft and I'm gentle, but like, don't mess with me either kind of personality. And I would think that that personality, I understood that this personality would actually pass over into the other side and I would carry on with this personality. I now see that differently when spirit comes through. And this is going to be another podcast again, to explain what um, the other side looks like. So I'll just try to keep it fairly brief, but When spirit comes through in a reading, they come through in a way that the person is going to recognize them. So they are going to have the personality. They are going to be very funny. They are going to be um, sad or they're going to be sassy or so 100% their personality comes through. But now the way that I see it is they come through and the best way I could explain it is like they put a blanket over themselves with the personality so that the person can communicate them, but they aren't always that particular person on the other side. They're more connected to source. So I don't want to say that it's a fraud. I don't want to say that your past loved one is, is you know, a big fluffy white cloud. That's not what I'm saying. Just they, they start to lose their earthly. Maybe you can help me explain that. Yeah, I I agree with you. So I think we are on the same page with this. So I I will try and continue on from that. Um, I think when they come back, um, part of it is a validation of who they are so that we can then relay that to the the loved one. Like, oh, they're coming in and, you know, I've got these ancestors that come in from a friend. They come in fast talking. They come in almost quite bossy. They come in blah, blah, blah. And when I describe that to her, she knows exactly who they are. Um, And they delineate from the ancestors on the other side. And um, I'll give her some key things. So I think it's part of their showing you things like I'm showing you a gold watch that's got, you know, WM written on it. It, it's it's that same sort of thing. They're giving you a feeling, or of um, their personality. Of, yes, of, but but as it's not, they were. But it's not like yeah. all of those personalities are interacting with each other on the other side. Correct, and the they become life. closer to source. Yeah, and if we look at past lives, if a soul has come back and forth, they could have complete different personalities each time they come. Yes. So that the, therefore you can see that the personality doesn't go with it. But when they're trying to portray that image or that message, they give you a personality that is part of the clue of what they're trying to do or part of the message that they're trying to give. Yes. So that if, whether it is validation. Yes. I had an interesting one. I had, um, so so I, my 
guides bring spirits in in different ways. I don't do readings very often. When I do do them, uh, it's probably very similar to, to what you do. Well, you know, you're, the person's in front of you and the guides come in. I often get someone come, a spirit come to see me, and then I find the person the next day or a week later. And I, I think I recently told you that I had two songs come and I, I could, I was dreaming this song and then I, I tried to Google it because it, it was full in my head and it didn't exist. Um, so I wrote the song down. I, um, the next day I, I woke up and it was just playing over and over to the point I could. And the following day, another song came in and I wrote that down and I didn't know what to do with these songs, but I loved the personality of the spirit that was around. I, I have no musical talent, but I went around my whole house and I'd be going, la, la, apologies for the singing um, <laughs> it's and, okay your audio cut out a little bit so you saved everybody <laughs> <laughs> um you're welcome spirit yes. you're welcome <laughs> for days I had this um this spirit um coming around with me and my husband knew he was there because because I was um like it was like I had a cool friend around and you know I was singing and dancing and and with them and then they went away and I could really feel the the difference if they went there and then six weeks later or probably not even four weeks later they popped back in again and instantly the minute I felt them I knew who it was um and they told me who the songs were for and I'd had this mystery for ages what am I meant to do with these why why would a spirit give someone who's tone deaf songs you know I can't even <laughs> I can hear them I can't even relay them it just didn't make sense but then um as soon as they said who it was I was like oh yeah that makes so much sense because the personality that was coming through was the personality of that person when I'd first met them um and I went to them with the songs and I said this is going to sound super weird because I've never had this before your soul from your last um being on earth your part last past life wrote a song never got published and is giving it back to you I'd never had a soul appear to me when the soul was still living in okay. that same way so yeah to add to that that is how they now show me the spirit world in that it's not linear it's not like you bounce oh. in and out it's all in here's a mind fuck it's all happening at exactly the same time so you have the soul in um, the afterlife, you have the soul in all of their different carnations, all at the exact same time. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. hear and me? Because your video froze. Yeah. So I heard bits um, of words back and forth then. Um, I didn't get all that, but the listeners did. So that's what makes basically and, and basically that um there's no time or space so everything's all happening yep. at the exact same time it's not linear or you don't bounce in and out of bodies and Absolutely. again you guys we know that uh our lights flicker we know that our electricity goes it it it's just not going to not happen for some reason we very much have the effect this effect on um our electronic devices two we're keeping it real because if I have to polish myself up and make everything perfect, it's just going to become a chore. And I just want to sit yeah. here and be real and talk. So if yeah. you if you want to comment or, or you don't like it, that's okay. This is how it's going to be. Because it's funny. Like, it's funny how much our electronics go sideways. 
Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and I'm on my phone again today because my, my computer wouldn't work this morning again. So, um, yeah, so that's why my audio is so bad. But I really am hoping that next podcast it will be working again. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so one, yeah. do you have anything else to say on that one? No. Okay, no, no, so no. we are just about at time, but we'll just do one last quick question. Um, what do you do to prepare for a reading? And what do we as the client need to do? Oh, this is great. Um, I'm going to do very brief because this is probably more uh, to you because you do um, readings for clients. Um, but I, for often for me, um, spirit comes when I'm doing a, like what, what I call my meditation dishes or walking or things like that. And I'm not actually preparing for it at all. And I do find that I need to do very little to when I do have a client there I just sit down and it all starts coming and I pretty much leave it up to the guides to say give me whatever needs to be given and and I don't even actually say that it's just like okay I'm here where are we what are we doing um uh so it's pretty nothing for me and even for the clients that come to see me just turn up like if you want to have a chat to your um spirits beforehand asking for what you'd like to receive in that thing you're welcome to do that um in my case um, because often the questions that you've got, they're going to answer whether you say them out loud to me or not, or whether you've, you've, you know, thought it beforehand. I completely agree. So I am often busy. I'm cleaning my house. I'm doing dishes and I pop into my office and I sign into zoom. I don't do a meditation. I don't, um, look at my, my, my yeah. I, I don't do a meditation. I, I just take a deep breath and I just kind of connect and then off I yeah. go. What I will say for a client is have an open mind because sometimes the words that we use aren't necessarily going to perfectly resonate, but we're trying to say the same thing. Does that make sense? To, I have tried to sit down for people before that are, can be almost shut off and not, um, maybe they're a bit skeptical, which is fine. You're welcome to be skeptical, but then there's not that energy exchange. And I think spirit respects when you're skeptical and they don't make it easy. Like it's like, sometimes I'm, I'm not reaching for it, but it's, you know, it's a little bit harder. So if you come with an open mind and you're, you're ready to receive the information and you're open to receiving the information and you believe it, it will flow much better. I can still read for those people. It's just a little bit harder, but I do not yeah. to prepare. I, I used and to. I, I do. Do you find that if someone is skeptical, spirit spends half their time trying to justify who they are rather than giving the messages that they want to give? Um, you know, and, and that's clunky for me. It's almost like they're trying to give facts to the person because they know the person's skeptical and they're trying to well, get them to believe. And maybe they know that's best. Yeah. More of what I'm trying to explain is you know, there's like that energetic exchange where the, the person says, oh yeah, okay, that's my grandmother. But if you have somebody yeah. sitting there that won't respond to you and won't validate what you're saying, it just becomes like pulling teeth. Yeah. And the spirit's still there going, I think they know who I am. You know, yeah. like you're actually and, and, and they just kind of, who you are. <laughs> and spirit just kind of pauses because they're like, is yeah. she getting it? Are they getting it? Yeah. Like, and then so it's yeah. because there has to be that exchange for me for the information to kind of keep flowing. So it can be a bit of an energetic blocker. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. And I do, you do have to understand, too, that 
spirit can come in super fast. Um, and so for partway through a reading, I find sometimes I'm just like, whoa, hang on. And I'm trying to slow their pace down or understand what they're actually the, the core of what they're trying to say because if yes. you gave all that information so they're giving us a really big picture so that we can take out the core things that they're trying to give you not all the time um but definitely you know uh, with the girlfriend i mentioned that has all the ancestors there's a lot of information coming in at once um and and i think that that's part of their method too to show them you know this is who we are in this fast pace and we've got a lot of, we've got a lot to say sort of thing yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. like you know, you just reminded me when I, um, cause I'm a, I'm a strong medium. So when I first started doing like mediumship and stuff, it would like, pour, and it was overwhelming. And I would bounce yeah. all over the place because so much was coming at once. Like I really had to learn the art of slowing it down yeah. and, yeah. and getting, you know, the, like I say, the brass tacks, like the just give me the goods. I, I don't need all this other kind of stuff. You know, I like to just get to the point. So yeah, so um, I do nothing to prepare. I put my dish towel down and I come in and I do it. That That's it. I used yeah. to go through a whole routine of, you know, aligning my chakras and we definitely need to talk about chakras so I can rant about that a little bit. And, um, you know, protection and all that stuff. And, and I just don't spirit takes care of it. I sit down, I'm the channel. I trust them. They trust me. Yeah. And, and, you know, I love that about our podcast too, because I literally run in from, you know, so I, I. I'm in the more, I'm in the morning here and Tanya's in the afternoon, in the evening. In the evening. And so, yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm halfway through my work day. So I sort of just race in and go, okay, where am I? What a turn yeah. computer on. Yeah. And, it, and, it I, and, and I've and just I think, worked 10 hours. Yeah. And then I, I and drive I think, home and jump on here. For us, it's good that we don't have to prepare. Like the way that, that spirit comes through to us um, and even the energy. So when we're doing this, I'm very connected uh, centrally to, to get the messages that spirit also wants to get across. Um, and, and I'm sure you're the same. But I have friends who are amazing psychic mediums uh, or really psychics more than they talk directly to spirits but I still I still am fuzzy on the two, the difference between the two but me too, me too. Um, but um, they prepare an hour beforehand um, oh, I, in that meditation. just reminded me I used to do that and I would yeah. almost cheat and then I quit yeah. because I didn't I, I would do an hour reading I didn't have an hour and a half yeah, and, and yeah. it was almost like I was doing the work twice. Yeah. And and, mm -hmm. and they're trying to get those things. Out. So, so don't assume because someone needs to sit in meditation or need to do that, that they're not going to deliver a big picture. It's just that our personal styles and the way that spirit and our guides and the way we've aligned all this, we don't need to do that Correct. prep. Now, whether There's nothing we're doing wrong with it, just, it though. Whether we're doing that just generally because of the way we are, everything that we do kind of is connected with spirit, so we don't need to sort of in, connect in and out. I'm not quite sure, but um, I do really value some of my my newer colleagues who, um, are, you know, I'd highly recommend them, but they just do a very different style to the way that we do. And you know, like um, it, it's awesome that you that you don't lose so much energy or you don't have to spend the time because that means that you can work your job and still all our listeners can actually um, go to Avalon Spirit and sign up for a mediumship reading with you because they know yes. that you can come home and you switch it on. 
<laughs> and with that said, my dear, it was lovely talking to you again for just to remind you guys, we don't know each other. We grab a yeah. topic and we get to know each other and learn this. We send the odd messages back and forth. Hey, you want to talk about this? Yeah, sure. That sounds good. Hey, we're going to meet at this time today. Oh, no, sorry. Let's do it tomorrow. Yep. Sure. Oh, wait, yeah. actually next day is better. <laughs> Those are our conversations. I think this week is day three. We, we, we sort of woke up in the, I wake up in the morning and go, oh no, she's can't do it today. We'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah. I'm excited news because I am going to Canada and um, we will get to meet in person. Um, yes. which is so super, super cool. Yeah. We might so not even like each other, right? <laughs> a holiday that I booked a year before, um, scheduled a year before I even met Tanya and I am landing, uh, about 20 minutes from your house or something yes, like that. So totally cool. It is insane. It was and, meant to and be. Yet, so. And she sends me pictures of kangaroos in her bushes when she's having her coffee in the morning. <laughs> And me being in Canada, I, I think everything in Australia is going to kill you. However, she's scared of bears. Anyway, yeah. we are out of I mean, time. Come on. <laughs> we are out of bears. time. Thank you so much, Nettie. It was lovely chatting with you, and I'll see you next time. Thank you, everybody, for